Hi, I'm Matt McClory, lead pastor alongside my wife, Jill, here at Colonial Church in St. Augustine, Florida. Wanted to welcome you to Colonial Church's podcast. We are a church that believes in Jesus and people, which means we believe in you. So why not today subscribe to this podcast and choose to grow your life spiritually and in all the other ways as well into everything that God has got for you. God bless you, and I hope you enjoy this episode. So we've been in a series called Wisdom, uh, sorry, called Established, all about wisdom. And I just saw this, this was funny this week, and I just wanted to read it to you. I saw this this week, and I wanted to share it. It's, it was a meme, and it said this, I wanted to go jogging. But Proverbs 28.1 says, the wicked run when no one is chasing them. So there's that. <laughs> and that is reading the Bible out of context right there. But if you do have your Bible, open with me to Proverbs 18. We're going to dive into God's Word today, as we always do. The vision of our church is to build an exciting, vibrant, Bible-based church. And so we're people of the Bible and we love the Word of God. We live by the, the Word of God. Uh, we do everything we can to live our lives through the lens of God's Word. And so we're excited about uh, opening up the Word every single week. But it says this, starting in verse 20. It says, From the fruit of a man's mouth, his, mum, his stomach is satisfied. He is satisfied by the yield of his lips. Death and life are in the power of the tongue, and those who love it will eat its fruits. He who obtains a wife finds a good thing. So he who finds a wife finds a good thing and obtains favor from the Lord. The poor use entreaties, but the rich answer roughly. A man of many companions may come to ruin, but listen to it, but there is a friend who sticks closer than a brother. I want to preach a message today as part of our wisdom series. This is a title, Wisdom for Your Relationships. Wisdom for Your Relationships. Let's pray. God, we thank you for wisdom. Father, we thank you for the wisdom that comes from heaven. Not earthly wisdom, God, but heavenly wisdom. And we just ask right now in the name of Jesus that you would give us more wisdom today. We ask for it, Lord. And we thank you that your word says you give it to us generously. And Father, I just thank you that you're going to speak into people's lives today. Holy Spirit, you're welcome here and we love you. We pray for colonial kids as well and we pray you'd bless them as they study the word and they're in your presence today as well. We thank you in Jesus' name. We all said? Amen. Wisdom for your relationships. So we've been in this series all about wisdom. We started off by talking about how wisdom builds your house. I'm not talking about a literal house. I mean, wisdom certainly can apply to that, but it's talking about your life. It's talking about your life being built by God. Proverbs 24, verse 3 is our banner uh, scripture for this series. It says, By wisdom, a house is built, and by understanding, it is established. In other words, it's not going anywhere. By knowledge, the rooms are filled with all precious and pleasant riches. And my burden for this series is that you would be, maybe for the first time, awakened to wisdom or reawakened, that you would actually see it as this precious resource in your life, that you would see that God has made it available and it's a daily supply. It's available to you every single day. And, and I want to encourage you, read it every day. Read the Proverbs every single day. I've been challenging 
people to do that. If you want to follow on social media, I've been going through the Proverbs all week and we're going to do it all month. And I take every single proverb and I'm just highlighting one particular thing and then encouraging you to go and read it. But it's powerful when wisdom comes into our lives. Wisdom for relationships. You know, wisdom is often found in relationships. Okay, but if wisdom applies to all areas of our lives, it absolutely applies to our relationships. So in this series, we've been talking about God building your life through wisdom. Uh, I talked about the seven blessings of wisdom. Um, And then last week, wisdom for your money. That God actually wants to, to apply or help or allow you to have wisdom that applies to your finances. And it is so encouraging to see so many people back in church the next weekend after a message about money. So thank you. Making me glad this morning. But today, wisdom for your relationships. God cares about all parts of your life. All parts of your life. Cares about you completely, totally. How can wisdom apply to relationships? I wanted today to talk about wisdom in relationships. Think about relationships in your world like this. Up, down, and all around. So you have a relationship that you have a relationship up, that's you and God. Up, down, you have a relationship with God and you, you, your relationship with God is being blessed today because you're in church. And, and I thank God that you're in church today because your up, down relationship with God is being blessed. It's being poured into. Uh, it's better today than it was yesterday. It's going to be better next week. And I just, I'm encouraged today because people are in church. There's, there's a relational world for you that's you and God, but there's also a relational world for you that's all around. So you have people in your world. You have, uh, maybe you're in here today and you're married. Maybe you're in here today and you want to be married. Maybe you're in here today and... Um, you know, for you, it's, it's the single life is your thing. And that's, that's awesome that you've still got relationships. And then it goes into further layers like friendships and uh, co-working relationships and all kinds. And then relationships down. And this is the next generation. Kids. And maybe you're in it today and you're, you're a grandparent. You're a proud grandparent. Maybe you're in it today and you've got spiritual kids. And you've got people in your world. So it's up, down, and all around. But wisdom applies in all areas, and can apply in all areas. And this is how it breaks down. There's wisdom in the Scriptures for the family unit. Okay, so there's wisdom for parents. There's wisdom uh, for kids. There's wisdom for brothers and for sisters. And for the, the entire family unit is covered in godly wisdom. Look at one verse, Proverbs 29 and verse 3. He who loves wisdom makes his father glad. There's wisdom for how to be a good son. There's wisdom for how to be a good daughter, a great dad, a great mom, how to have strong interfamily relationships. Maybe you're in here today and, and your uh, family structure is a blended family. Can I just encourage you? There's wisdom for that situation. It's not excluded. In fact, I would say it's the opposite. God has got plenty of wisdom available for whatever your relationship looks like in a family situation. There's wisdom for marriage and dating. There's a way through wisdom that you can honor the Lord in your marriage and also your dating relationship. Um, there's, there's ways that you can um, apply wisdom to, to those things as well. Um, I was recently talking to a guy who used to be part of our church 
He was in our church. He was a single guy in our church. And he's now moved to a different part of the country. And he's about to get married. And we've been talking about uh, the fact he's about to get married. And he asked me, he said, Maddie, what is one thing that I need going into my marriage? I said, there's one thing you definitely need, and it's wisdom. You need wisdom for your relationship that's coming. As you step into your marriage with your wife, man, can I just encourage you? You need wisdom. And there's wisdom available for you. There's wisdom for friendships. Um, Wisdom for friendships. I mean, think about this. You can actually, with wisdom, be a better friend. I remember praying years ago and being like, God, I want to be a better friend. I want to be a better friend to the friends that you've put in my life. And how do I achieve that? Or how does God achieve that through me? It's through wisdom. Look at Proverbs 27 and verse 9. It says, Oil and perfume make the heart glad. Look at this. And the sweetness of a friend comes from his earnest counsel. The sweetness of a friend, the goodness of that friendship, the best part of that. How does it come? It comes through wisdom. Earnest counsel, the, the, the wisdom that you get. It's not just for you, but it's also for the people in your world. And out from that overflows into your life. And as a friend, for someone in your life that is a friend to you, they're going to be blessed by the wisdom that you have and the wisdom that you pour out into your world. There's wisdom as well for the workplace and the commercial setting. Uh, I call it wisdom for the workplace. And the truth is, every day you go to work, you need wisdom. You need wisdom for hand, to handle business situations and maybe you're starting a new business. Uh, I wonder if you've ever thought that as you start out your new business, there's wisdom that applies to that endeavor and that God wants to give you as well. I love it if you could write this down. Wisdom and value run together. Wisdom and value run together. Where you find wisdom, you will always find value. It's like wisdom. These two things, they hang out together. You'll find them, spending time together. And where you find value, if you look a little closer, you'll often find wisdom because wisdom and value are often found in the same place. And if you're looking for value, wisdom is a way to get to value. So there are two words I want you to remember today, the wisdom and value. And we see this all through the book of Proverbs. All through the book of Proverbs, you see these two things that play, wisdom and value, because wisdom is all about Value. It's presented to us in Scripture, wisdom itself, as being valuable. Precious, more precious than anything else. That's the value of wisdom. But wisdom has a way of guiding us towards things or, or helping us get to places that are valuable in our life. Let me show you one example. Proverbs 3 is a great example of this. Wisdom and value combined. It says, Blessed is the one who finds wisdom and the one who gets understanding for the gain or in other words, the value from her is better than gain from silver and her profit better than gold. She is more precious than jewels. Look at this. And nothing you desire can compare with her. That's the power of wisdom in your life and the value of wisdom in your life and in my life. Wisdom and value are synonymous. They go together. It says, in her left hand are riches and on a long Life is in her right hand. So with that in mind, three quick takeaways when it comes to wisdom in relationships. And I believe that these will help you as you strengthen relationships, as you think about your relationships, whatever that looks like in your context. I believe this will help you. Number one, wisdom always seeks value 
in relationships. See, wisdom, the spirit of wisdom in our lives and having wisdom in our, in, our, uh, in our hearts as we step into whatever it is relationally we've got going on, it's always going to seek value in our lives. It's always going to look for the, the value. Folly will always diminish value. If you think about what the opposite of wisdom is, the opposite is folly. The Bible talks about it. Wisdom and folly, two different, two different sides of the spectrum. God's wisdom and then the folly of this world. And one of the amazing things about wisdom, it, was, it will always help you move to where, to where the value is. Wisdom finds value. Wisdom looks for value. Wisdom will always encourage you to see the best in people. Folly will try to encourage you to see the worst in people or to live, the, to, to, to live like a fool, like the Bible says, to bring people down. Wisdom always builds people up helps people see value. Wisdom says, I can see value here. One of the best ways you can have a healthy relationship is to find and to focus on the value. Find the good stuff. Find the gold. You ever heard that? You've got to find the gold in someone. But that's what wisdom does. It finds, it finds the value. It finds the good thing in someone's life. It finds the, the treasure that's there. And sometimes what we can do, we get so caught up in, in, in the problem that maybe is associated. We can get so caught up in the thing that is the issue in the relationship and we miss the value and the, the treasure. Whenever I've had this personally work out in my own life, dealing with people interpersonally, uh, I feel like God has spoken to me and shown me where the wisdom is. He often says things, remember that they are a child of God. Remember that they have a purpose in life. He's shown me this and he's always helped me focus. The Holy Spirit will help us. The Spirit of wisdom will help us focus on the value in a person's life, in, in the relationship. Wisdom always seeks out value. I wanted to give you a Bible pro tip when it comes to relationships and wisdom, okay? And this is it. You ready? Listen first. Speak maybe. Listen first. Speak maybe. This is wisdom in relationships. One of the best ways to seek the value is sometimes not speaking at all. And just allowing value to come and, and seeing the value. But one of the best things we can do is just listen. You know, would you agree we live in a noisy world? Yeah. Noisy world. But in relationships, sometimes what we need to do is just listen. Because wisdom says, hang on a minute. Let me show you where the value is. It says this in Proverbs 18 and verse 13. If one gives an answer before he hears, it is his folly and shame. If one gives an answer before he hears. So wisdom will always seek the value, whether it's your marriage as a husband, whether it's your marriage as a wife. Can I just encourage you as, you as you strengthen that, as you step out, always seek the value in relationships because that, that's what wisdom does. Number two, wisdom adds value to your relationships. 
So wisdom will seek out the value, will search for the value, will find the good stuff. But wisdom will always aim to add value to your relationships. Wisdom will want to leave that relationship better than when you found it. This is the way God works. This is how He works. Wisdom, godly wisdom, will try to direct you to build up that person. And as you build up that person, you strengthen that relationship. See, God is a builder. God is not a destroyer. God's a builder. And it's the same in our relationship. Through a spirit of godly wisdom, it looks to add value. How do we build value in a relationship? Well, I'll give you one way. Through the power of our words. Through the power of our words. What we say. What we speak. Words have this amazing ability, the Bible says, to add value to our relationships. It says in Proverbs 18 and verse 20, we read it off the top, from the fruit of a man's mouth, his stomach is satisfied. He is satisfied by the yield of his lips. Death and life are in the power of the tongue. And those who love it will eat it's fruit. I wonder today if you understand the true power of your words in your relationships. I love the way Eugene Peterson puts it in the message. He says it this way, words kill, words give life. They're either poison or fruit. You choose. God has given us the ability, He's given you and I the ability to choose through the power of our words whether we'll build people up or tear people down. Building people. Wisdom always adds value. It's always searching for a way to make your life better. This is the way God works. He wants to come into your world through a spirit of wisdom and He wants to add value to it. And He wants to make you better at it. But words have an ability to encourage and to cheer people on and to bless people. Words literally can bring life and nourishment to other people. I think this is so important with kids. Any parents in the room? There are some things that my kids do and I'm like, that wasn't that great. But what I say is probably more important, is most important. Hey, that was awesome. You're going to be so good at this. You've got the ability to be incredible at this thing. I, I through my words, I want, I want to understand the power of my words, how they can build up. But here's the thing you've got to understand, is your words can tear down. They can cause division. They, they, they can, they can not, not encourage, they can do the opposite. They can discourage. They can, they can, they can uh, bring bitterness into a situation. But God is through the power of words, has given us the ability through our words to soothe angry people, to literally be the person that, that's able to calm a situation. How do you do that? Do it by what you say. And I just think that wisdom on the inside of us gives us the ability to say, this is my opportunity. This is my opportunity in this relationship. And you might be find yourself next time you're in a heated argument or you might find yourself in a tense situation. Can I just encourage you? Remember the power of your words. Remember in that moment, you've got the ability to diffuse a, a, a situation, but you've also got the ability to build. You've got the ability to speak life. You've got the ability to, 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 to add some fruit. 
Four of the deepest needs in relationships. Our identity, acceptance, security, and purpose. And through those things, if we recognize, knowing what they are alone is wisdom. But being able to speak into people's lives. Hebrews 13 and verse 5 says, Keep your life free from the love of money and be content with what you have. For he has said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. This is the commitment of God. In this scripture, it says, God says, I will never leave you nor forsake you. The part that says, I will never leave you, that's physical. The part that says, I will never forsake you, that's emotional. God is saying, it doesn't matter what you do. Doesn't matter how many times you mess up. Doesn't matter how many, how many things that you go through. Doesn't matter how much bad luck, so to speak, you have. I will never leave you and I'll never forsake you. I will never abandon you. I will never leave you on your own. And we can take that wisdom and drop it down into our relationship with a coworker, a friend, a marriage. Here's what happens if we don't have that kind of wisdom in our life. It turns into insecurity. One of the, 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 the deepest needs of a woman in a marriage is the need to feel secure. Men, if you're in here today and you're married, can I just encourage you that the greatest need your, your wife has is to feel secure, is to feel safe. And wisdom will help you. Wisdom will help you in this area, strengthen that relationship. But ultimately, what are you saying? You're saying, I will not turn away from you. I will not back out. That's why the marriage vows are so important. For better or for richer or we love the richer part. What is that all about? It's all about security. It's all about saying, hey, it doesn't matter how bad things get. I'm not bailing out of this thing. I'm going to be here no matter what. It doesn't matter how rough the terrain is. We're going to do this together. We're going to be, and that's a picture of our relationship with Christ. We live in a troubled world. Insecurity rages deep. Rages all over the place, and especially in relationships, this can be an absolute area. And I've had to pray so many times in my own relational life and world. I've had to pray this prayer God, is there any insecurity in me in this situation? Is there anything that I am insecure about because I need to be getting all of my security from you? And if I'm not getting my security from you, then that could be affecting this relationship. And being the pastor of our church, I've prayed this prayer so many times. Do you know how easy it is to get insecure doing this? But God has answered my prayer and he's reminded me this was my idea. It's not your idea, this was my idea. And I get so much comfort when I hear him say that to my heart. But wisdom, it finds the value. And then wisdom adds to the value. Number three, wisdom always protects the value. Because what's changed? You found it. Now you've built it. You're not going to walk away from it. 
So a wise builder always protects, always wants to take care of. And godly wisdom, I believe, helps you see it for what it is, to protect the very best that God has given you and watch what happens to the rest of your life. Your relationships will be stronger. They'll be, they'll be, they'll be better. There'll be a sense of value to them. Here's what also happens is the people in your world will know that they're valued. Who here would love for the person, maybe if you're married, if your spouse to think that, that, that you love them even more, you care about them even more? Who wouldn't love that? And it applies to every single area of our lives. Wisdom protects the value in relationships. One of the best ways I believe this is summed up by the words of Jesus in Matthew 13, verse 44. He's talking about the kingdom of heaven and he, he describes it one way in one verse like this. He says, the kingdom of heaven is like treasure hidden in a field, which a man found and covered up. And then in his joy, he goes and sells all that he has and buys that field. This is what God does. And when God makes us through wisdom aware of his best in our lives, We'll do anything, anything. We'll sell all that we have. We'll, we'll, we'll walk away from all that the world wants to give us because we've found what God has, which is always the best. And who wouldn't want to protect that? And I believe that's wisdom in Jesus' name. Would you stand with me? We'd love to pray for our relationships. You're in here today and you've struggled in this area. I want to pray for you. Maybe you're in here today and you're like, Matt, I don't, I don't have time to tell you about all. Of I just want to encourage you. It doesn't matter where you've come from. It's all, it's all about where you're going. And God has a future. God has a future that's, that's, that's his, his best for you. And my prayer is that, that you're going to get the wisdom from heaven as you step into whatever that looks like, that it's not going to be like it was in the past. It's going to be filled with the wisdom of God. So if you're in here today, I don't want you to exclude yourself from receiving this right now because here's the truth. God loves you so much. He wants to give you the very best of what He has. doesn't matter where you've come from. doesn't matter what's happened before. We, we've all struggled in this area. Relationally, we've all learned. We've all been on a journey. But I believe this is a moment where we can ask God, God, I want your wisdom. I want to do this better. I want, to, I want my relationships to be blessed. I want the people that are in my relationships to experience the overflow of a loving God. So let me pray for us and then let's worship. God, I just thank you right now for your wisdom, Lord. Father, I thank you that you're such a good father. You don't want to leave us without and it's so clear in your word, God, that when we reach out and when we ask for wisdom, that you give it to us generously. And that you don't get angry at us because we're asking. You don't put us down because we're asking, but you give it to us and you don't hold back. So Lord, we ask for wisdom in relationships. Father, across every area of relationships, would you help us, Lord, to, to receive the wisdom that comes from heaven, to see the value in what you've given us, to see the value and then build upon it, Lord. Father, I pray that you would help us in our relationships to strengthen them, to build them through wisdom in our lives, but ultimately, Lord, to know their value 
and to protect them for the next generation and beyond. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for listening to that podcast. We pray it blessed you and empowered you in all that God's got for you. Why don't you share that with a friend, someone who maybe needs to hear it. We'd love for you also to visit us um, either online at colonialchurch.life or here at church at 550 State Road 207 here in St. Augustine, Florida. Be blessed.